something sexy. That's L-I-Q-U-O-R. Don't get it twisted. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Kitty Liquor. That's L-I-Q-U-O-R. Don't get it twisted. I'm Cat Wonders, your host, and this is episode 94. And letting you know that Kitty Liquor has its own channel now, and I'll be shifting all of my podcasts over there. So if suddenly it seems that I've disappeared, I haven't. I just have a new channel. Make sure you go and follow my new channel. The link will be down below in the description box so you will not get lost. Um, because I don't know if you type in Kitty Liquor, uh, if it will pop up right away or if you have to search for it. So that's better just to kind of follow the link down below, but, uh, make sure you're following both channels. so You don't miss any of my content, just letting you know. So this is episode 94 and I am rushing out the door after filming this. <laughs> I'm headed to Quebec. And by the time you see this, I will be back home. <laughs> so after this, I got ahead um, and head to the airport and it's going to be exciting. I've never been to Quebec before. Um, we're heading to Montreal and um, of course it's part of Canada and I've traveled way, way farther places that, than in, within my own country. What I'm trying to say is I need to start traveling within my own country more. <laughs> I still want to see um, the far east coast of Canada. I've been to Vancouver, the west coast of Canada, a ton. I want to go far north. Um, and, but, you know, like, see your own country first before you start exploring others. But in my mind, I mean, going to a new country or a new continent is always, like, the prospect is super exciting. Um, within Canada, it's kind of like, okay, yeah, that's going to be cool. But it's not the same. It's not as culturally different. Um, but it can be. So... I guess if you're heading to the far East coast, even their accent is different in your own country, but Canada's huge. So super, super excited. What am I looking forward to the most about traveling there? Um, we're staying at a really neat hotel, which I'll talk about on the next podcast and just some really great food. I, okay, but I'm, that's how I am. <laughs> My version of a fun vacation is I love beach okay hanging on the beach sand ocean swimming diving I love that that's not happening on this trip but the second thing I look forward to the most on any trip is a really cool place to stay and really beautiful dinners and just experiencing new stuff trying new things I mean that's kind of the point of traveling not necessarily food but just trying new things and being kind of like out of your element and the different surprises that come and you actually let me turn this off learn a lot about yourself when you travel like if you just stay in your town and it's one thing if you can travel right like not everybody can but if you stay in your town and you go to the same restaurant and you eat the same food and you see the same people and you hear the same accent like it's hard you can't really grow I think like travel is like a huge part of just growing as a person and just life I couldn't imagine never traveling. And there's some of you that are watching right now that have probably never been out of your state or your province. <laughs> and it's not a huge deal, right? Because it's not, you're not gonna die if you don't travel, but it's just, it's such an, such soul food. And literally for me, because I have a list of places that I want to possibly try when we're in Montreal. I want to, I've done research, but one thing I have learned is talk to the locals. I learned that in Galveston. I was recently in Texas, Galveston, Texas, and uh, online I was finding all of these restaurants to try, right? Fishtails was like number one, Guido's was number two. Um, and because you're not there, it's really difficult to like, okay, well, you don't really know what the real reviews are because a lot of these restaurants pay to have their um, listing boosted to the top. Um, so when we got there, I had booked both of these restaurants and they were fine. But then <clears throat> I started talking to the locals and they were telling me that you got to go check out this one restaurant called number 13. Could not find it on any top 10 restaurant lists. Top, because like I type, I actually even typed in top 10 fancy restaurants in Galveston. <laughs> 
fancy because I'm like I just want to go like someplace that's maybe a little bit higher scale like upscale dress up a bit you know like it's kind of fun to do that um because fishtails and guidos is really not anything super luxurious right it is great food don't get me wrong but sometimes the experience I'm looking for is not you can show up and a shirt like a t-shirt and shorts or something um anyway so they told me about this restaurant I looked it up found it but of course like I said it didn't make it to the top of any list that I was crazy insane beautiful seafood restaurant there's like a massive swordfish hanging in the center of the um of the restaurant and I felt kind of like an idiot because I was like is that a real stuffed fish <laughs> because they actually do taxidermy fish that's something that happens I was in New York one time and I was visiting this castle and above the fireplace was this massive pike but it did look a little decrepit like it clearly was the actual fish that they had turned into this mount so I knew it's possible so I asked the <laughs> the hostess I'm like is that a real and the fact that I said stuffed that made it sound even more dumb but like, is that a stuffed fish? <laughs> and she's like, no, 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 no. That's a recreation. But she's like, actually the owner of, um, it's the restaurant's called number 13. The owner of number 13 who passed away like a year before uh, we visited, uh, had actually caught a fish that size. Actually, in fact, I think it's a sailfish or not a marlin. I get confused between like sailfish, swordfish, marlin. They all have like the long sword nose but the sailfish has a much larger fin on the top anyway so I think it was a sailfish but actually I don't remember anyway you can look it up number 13 you'll see a photo of it probably it's like front and center um, but the restaurant is beautiful the servers were great um, it was just and it's on the water it's really just high high-end and a little more expensive but it was worth it. I don't mind spending a little bit more money if the experience and the food is worth it. You know, there's nothing worse than when you look at a menu and you pick something and you hate it. You have to pay like $45, like the steak's overcooked. In fact, this is a good topic actually. Um, and let me just write this down because I can't remember what I was talking about. I get on these tangents and that's sometimes what the entire podcast is, just me rambling. Um, steak <laughs> okay um how did I get into this oh yeah talking about Montreal I'll get back to what I was about to say um but yes restaurants I've got a list of restaurants that I want to try but like I said I'm going to talk to a few locals and see what they recommend as well I can't tell you how many times I've had reservations at a spot this happened to be in Amsterdam this happened to be in Calgary where I'm like I have a place I've done research it looks cool menu looks good blah 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 and then um, I talked to a local and they're like no 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 don't go to that like I was going to Caesar's Steakhouse one night and this guy's like no go to Highs which is like a block that way instead and ooh, that was a good choice okay so what I was gonna say about um are you somebody that when they get their food so at a restaurant that if it's wrong, something's not right about it, say you, they screwed up the order or it's not cooked right or whatever, do you say something? Do you say, oh, actually, I ordered medium rare. This is well done. Or do you, are you somebody that can just be like, oh, whatever, I'll just eat it? Because I used to be, <laughs> I used to be the one that would just grin and bear it. <laughs> and like, I understand, like I am, I, I don't know how to say this. I learned how to get what I want or correct what I, you know, what I wanted or what, you know what I'm trying to say, like correct a mistake that maybe the server made or the chef or whatever, just through being a little charming and kind. And that's all that really takes to get what you want. I mean, there's nothing worse than like, because I have family members. I'm not going to say who they are. But they are ferocious when their food is not correct. And I don't agree with that either. I, I can't tell you how many times this has happened. And I feel like I almost have anxiety going out for dinner with this certain family member. <laughs> because they just thrive on 
finding something wrong and making a show about it. It's almost like a, it's almost like a mental disorder <laughs> where they'll receive their food and instantly will just kind of like look for something wrong immediately. And then if there's, they can't find anything wrong, start eating it. Yeah. And I mean, it's not, it's not all the time. It's like 50% of the time. And if you eat out a lot, you're going to run into, into it more often. And this family member and I eat out a lot together. And it's like, ugh, I just get this kind of, I almost like want to call it before it happens, you know? But what if, what if it's just being manifested? And it's a she, by the way. What if she's just so already angry when she's ordering her food because she assumes it's going to be wrong, that she manifests it being wrong? Because I'll tell you what, I do not have problems with my food like that. Maybe I see past them. Maybe I'm just not as picky. Because it does happen to me, right? I have sent food back. I have sent expensive steaks back because they, I want rare. Blue rare, typically, depending on the cut. If it's a really thick, thick, like, baseball steak, then I don't want it as rare. Because it can be really just like sashimi. <laughs> Um, but you know, typically blue rare or rare. Um, and then of course, if it doesn't come that way, then, uh, then it, but at the same time, like as just somebody who was raised modestly, the thought of them wasting that steak or like throwing it out and making me a new one makes me sick to my stomach. <laughs> so there have been times where I'm like, it's still meat. It's still going to do the same thing in my belly and it's still going to taste good. It's just not exactly how I wanted it. Um, but it depends too, like on how the money, um, I'm more inclined to actually do that when other people are paying for the meal. If I'm paying for the meal, then I'll complain about my food. I'm more likely to, but if somebody else is paying, I'll be like, this is so great. This is perfect. I don't want to make them feel bad about a $50 dinner that I'm not enjoying. Because I also have another family member that tends to do that and almost every time too. What is it? Is it just me? Um, anyway, so when it comes to, yeah, I mean, this, I, I won't go on and on about this particular family member, but I'm telling you, it is, it's crazy, you know, like even timing, like if she orders a drink and it's not there, like she's like, she'll be like, it's, I've been waiting for 15 minutes for my drink. And they're busy in there. Like clearly there's, it's not like it's a, there's crickets in the, in the restaurant because it's so dead in there. Clearly there's busy shit happening. And obviously there's a point where things can get ridiculous. I've had those experiences too. And this person will just be almost having convulsions on the floor. <laughs> so mad. It's kind of entertaining actually, but, um, love this person, but Hey, get your shit together. <laughs> um, but do you send your food back every single time, once in a while, you know, um, just curious. I thought about that the other day. I was like, what are people's take on sending food back? So anyway, that, <laughs> um, my trip to Montreal is going to be great. I can't wait. And the weather is supposed to be so nice. And, um, where we're staying is kind of central so we can hopefully walk around. I don't know what the situation is there, like safety wise, uh, I know it was a little crazy in Vancouver, the, uh, homeless situation, um, which does change the vibe, right? It's a beautiful city, but it's like just, and they're pretty, um, like uh, they stick to kind of one area, like, like, like six square blocks where you don't really want to be walking. And, and to be honest, I was walking through this, um, homeless area downtown Vancouver with my friend and I didn't feel necessarily unsafe I was more like observing and I mean horrible horrible things right like people just cracked right out and like feces and and just just rats and uh, like literally it was a good experience to kind of actually just see what's really going on but otherwise it was quite disturbing and like bothered me for quite some time i don't think uh, montreal has the same kind of reputation uh, but i don't know i think in every city like bigger city there's bound to be that kind of thing happening it's just part of 
life. <laughs> I don't know how to really put it. It sounds bad, but um, yeah. So I'm going to go check it out. It's going to be fun. Um, I'm actually going there specifically for a couple photo shoots. Um, and you guys will see some of that too. Subscribe. Don't forget to subscribe. Um, and also follow me on my socials so you can kind of see and stay up to date with what's going on. Um, so that's exciting. Hmm. So I was recently in Kelowna, um, again, uh, just loving going there. It's just been so, uh, the weather and I just feel a connection. <laughs> I think it's the lake, uh, but just the energy of the place. And I just love it there. But I was looking at some electric bikes. Uh, do you own one yet? <laughs> so I just have a regular mountain bike and I've had one, the same one for years. I'm not like on top of like the latest and the, uh, I kind of, I find something that I like and I stick to it. Oh my God. I didn't even do concoctails. Don't worry though. Cause it's really just me cracking open a white claw. <laughs> um, but I, um, I've just, been, I've got a ton of friends with electric bikes, some family members, electric bikes, and they're really kind of a game changer f for a lot of reasons. And let me just kind of get into my reasons why, because I still want to ride my regular mountain bike, especially for fitness. Um, it feels really good to go on a big ride and you climbed all the way up and ripped all the way down. Um, so that is what I really love about mountain bike. But when you have an electric bike, and this is for a lot of different people, right? Like the fit one, the one that's really just couch ridden and uh, is intimidated by any type of exercise. Um, like there are elderly people that can ride. It's It really just gets people out. So if I had an electric bike, I would absolutely just jump on it and rip down to the mailbox to get my mail and come back. Whereas with just my regular mountain bike, I got to get my, I got to get my shoes on, you know, my like biking shoes. You got to get your helmet. I mean, of course, wear a helmet regardless whether you're riding an electric bike or not. Um, I just feel like the prep is way greater than just hopping on an electric where you can just wear your flip flops you know, and your t-shirt, maybe a bikini bottom. I don't know. <laughs> um, but it just, it's like a lot more convenient to hop on and go because you're not really exerting yourself to the point where you need the proper shoes and you need the proper like <laughs> padded shorts. Okay. Yeah. I wear padded shorts, uh, when I mountain bike because saddle sores are not fun. Um, by the way, White Claw's come out with this new surf line, line, surf series. Um, they are insanely delicious. They're still, they're one gram of carb per can. Okay, so super low. And uh, just saying, amazing. They taste like a fully sweetened something. There's no fake sugar. There's cane sugar, but there's such a small amount that uh, it's just, wow. It's 100 calories, one crap, one gram of carbs, <laughs> one carb. Cheers. This is actually the lid from my carafe. I got a carafe. Do you know what that is? It's like a little jug that you put the lid, like this is the lid. You put it on your bedside or something or for guests. So they have water next to their bed. Anyway, so there's that. Now I'm totally distracted talking about my white claw um oh yeah electric bikes so because especially in Kelowna it's insane how many people are on electric bikes and I have to say like 50% of them that I see are elderly or seniors I shouldn't say elderly what's the difference <laughs> you know probably in their 50s 60s 70s you know, and they have their helmets on and they're so cute. They got their baskets on the front and the back. And now they're designing them um, with like two wheels on the back. So it's like a tricycle, but it still looks cool. Like it's not, doesn't look like a ridiculous piece of equipment. Um, and you can outfit them like crazy. 
if I lived in Kelowna and I had to like commute, I would be on my electric bike all day long. I would not be driving my car, especially in the summertime. And um, the thing is with electric bikes is you can choose to pedal or use your throttle. It's all dependent on what you want. And if you're going up a big hill, then you have assistance if you want, you can remove it completely. So it's completely customizable to what you want. And if you want to have a good workout on your way home, just don't use the throttle. Um, and what I was wondering, I was, I was asking my friend, I'm like, can you get a DUI if you like take your electric bike to the bar? Can you ride your electric bike home? Or is that drunk driving? You know what I mean? Because it's electric. Because I don't think you can get arrested for that if you're on your bicycle. Or can you? Maybe it's different um, per province or per state. But I was like, wow, interesting. Like, I never thought of it. But now, if you know the answer, <laughs> let me know in the comments down below. I don't know what that was about. So you know when you assume that your glass is less full than it is? Well, that's what just happened to me. <sighs> Good thing there's no sugar. Well, a tiny bit of cane sugar. Uh, yeah, so I haven't chosen which electric I'm looking at buying. Just because there's so many options and now they're getting cheaper and cheaper and cheaper because there's so many new companies doing it. So it's like, should I wait another like six months? But I do want to ride it this summer. But another thing is that they're so freaking heavy. You do need a specific, like a very special... I shouldn't say very special, but you need like a, a hitch on the back or something, excuse me, to where you can just lift your bike on the back. Like you, they're, because they're electric, these bikes are quite heavy. So uh, it is less easy to just drive somewhere. That's where, you know, if you lived in the city, you just park it in your garage and go. But anyway, just dreaming. Um, oh yeah, I was listening to, I was listening to a podcast and what is it called again? Chelsea Lynn and Paige Jin, they're the hosts, which is vulgar. Um, oh, the viral podcast. Oh my God. So the episode I was watching, Chelsea actually like peed her pants laughing because of some situation. <laughs> It was kind of ridiculous. It was like an inside thing between all of the people that work at the podcast. But um, anyway, she was talking about how uh, Chelsea was talking about how she went to the grocery store and bought four packages of paper plates. But when she was checking out, the clerk assumed that the four that were stuck together because they fit together perfectly was just one. So she knew at the time that she was going to get those other three packages for free. She's just paying for one, right? Just scan one and whatever. And she's like, I was going to say something. And then I just didn't. And I was like, all right. You know, I think it was like a, a Loblaws or something or wherever she was shopping. And then it got me thinking, like, when you're shopping at a big box store, like say you're at IGA or, I mean, I'm talking groceries here, but anywhere, Walmart. And because it's happened to me before and I've done the exact same thing where I kind of almost know, I'm like curious because I'm buying multiples of something and they're kind of inside each other or whatever. If, because a lot of times these clerks are like 60 years old and just thinking about going home to play their video games or whatever, they're really not loving their job and totally present and just giving it their best. You know, that's not really what's going on. So I was like wondering if, you know, this person would notice and kind of sneaky in a way, but I'm like, okay, whatever. Nope. Scanned it. Boom. I got, I think it was pans. <laughs> I think it was like two Paderno pans that were stuck together, but it looked like there was, it was like a pack of two or something. And, um, and it was a bit expensive. It was like probably like 16 bucks that I got for free. Um, so I'm not, I'm definitely no angel, but then I think Paige was talking about how bad she felt or Chelsea. She, she felt so bad afterward. She said that she was in her car and she was like ready to just to go back and could profess like that she had, you know, stolen, which really is not the case. But and then I'm like, who the fuck would do that? 
<laughs> especially when you're shopping at a Walmart or something where like these huge companies that keep in mind that you're also being ripped off from time to time without even realizing it, right? You're getting scanned twice for shit, probably a thousand times more often than you are getting away with, you know, accidentally having something for free, right? <laughs> so she was talking about how she was super, felt so guilty. And I was like, this is just bullshit because you know, people are watching you. <laughs> Chelsea Lynn, you never wanted to go back and get your money back. You were thinking the whole time, woo! I got something for free from one of the biggest grocers in the world. And she's got the Southern accent. I actually love them both. They're pretty funny. Um, but yeah, definite, definitely debauchery. <laughs> you got to be into trash. Okay. Uh, which I can be from time to time. But um, are you somebody who will be like, oh, sir, excuse me. And not to make fun of you. Cause I'm like giving myself this like persona now, but you know, that's gonna, if it's listen, if it's a small business, I would never do that. If I noticed something like happening, I would say something. That is not what I'm talking about. This is completely different. <laughs> is it? <laughs> um, <clears throat> but if I look at my grocery bill later on, I'm like, wait a minute. Like, have you ever had it where you're like, I thought it was going to be more expensive than that. And then 90% of the time when I see a receipt that I feel like, did they screw up? Um, it's just me not realizing something's like half price. That's also a bonus. <laughs> when you're paying for something, you're like staying quiet and kind of sweating because you're like, it should be another hundred dollars. Nobody's saying anything. And then you realize, oh, everything was 50%. <laughs> then you're like, shit, hold on. Let me grab everything else in the store. Um, but I, uh, yeah, I've, I've, it's happened to me numerous times and um, there's no way in hell I'm going to say anything. I'm just like, oh, pfft. Because guess what? It's not my fault. And a lot of times I don't really notice until later. And I don't, I'm not always one to like review my receipts or anything, but damn, sometimes I'm like, well, what can I say? What can I do? I'm just the victim of receiving free things. It's not my fault. <laughs> I have a funny story. Hold on. Mm. These are danger, but... They are quite acidic. I will say they're kind of sour, which I love. But driving back, I'm always looking for keto snacks. So I go to 7-Eleven and I'm looking for anything that says keto. <laughs> any sweet thing, any just something that I can snack on besides pepperoni and cheese. Or like even, even um, beef jerky is full of carbs. It's full of sugar, a lot of it. So anyway, I go into 7 I buy these two packs of mints and it says right on there zero grams of carbs it's like sweet okay it's, it's sweetened with xylitol or uh, stevia which is like the better version it's not like aspartame or a really bad sweetener anyway so I uh, find two one's peppermints and the other one is um, a citrus mint whatever the hell whoever got the idea put it like the orange tic tacs are they really freshening your breath no I eat those freaking things 10 at a time. They're my favorite. Orange Tic Tacs are just the best. Anyway, so when I'm eating sugar, by the way, because I think there's real sugar in Tic Tacs. So I buy these two packs of mints. The first pack I open is the peppermint and um, they taste like candy canes. So good. The mints are a bit soft, so you can kind of crunch through them if you want to. And then I crack the citrus ones and they are like heaven on earth to me. Literally, I think I burned a hole right through my tongue <laughs> and I haven't done that since literally I was a kid where I've got a sore patch on my tongue and um I'm, I love to make myself like a nice salad in the evenings if I'm craving something but I always do avocado tomato uh, cucumber garlic and onion and like balderson cheese favorite and I have that with french dressing mixed with a bit of ranch dressing amazing. So I'm eating the salad last night and I'm like, frick, my tongue is burning from the tomatoes. So, so, so rude. <laughs> I'm like, I feel like a child again. Um, but my point is that whole ramble was to just bring up how my tongue is burning from this. And that is one of the ingredients. Carbonated water, vodka, natural flavor, citric acid, cane sugar, 
and sodium citrate. But uh, another thing too is a lot of teas have like a citrus in them that it's like lemon juice in there anyway, whatever. So what are we talking about again? Um, oh yeah, taking things from the grocery store, being gifted things. I call it being gifted from the universe. In the same way that you find a $5 bill on the ground, are you gonna walk by it because somebody dropped it and they might come back for it? Or are you gonna pick it up? It's kind of the same logic. Uh, or am I just crazy? Okay, the story that I was gonna tell, um, growing up, uh, I was probably around 11 or 12. I think exactly, maybe 10. My sister would have been eight, seven or eight. Um, when my mom used to, st started taking us to Sylvan Lake for the summer, for one week in the summer, we'd rent a cabin. And that was like the first time we ever went, we stayed in this little, tiny little yellow cabin close to kind of where the ice cream shops are. If, you, if you've been to Sylvan Lake, you'll know the Big Moo and the Moor Moo. Those are the two ice cream stores on the strip. And it was kind of in between, but back. Great big trees, really disheveled yard, like no yard to really play or whatever. But the fact that we were going to, because we didn't grow up with any money and this was like a, a huge treat for us. So we get there and uh, had no idea how much this whole like Sylvan Lake thing would change our lives because it was just something that we we wound up looking forward to from the day that we left to the day that we went back it was just the best it almost gets me emotional thinking about it but when you're a kid like you don't you don't realize like how things impact kids you know like y even though they just are doing their thing and they're eating your food and they're whatever you know they it's like I just when I was a kid like certain things just really impact you and that was one of them anyway I'm get, like getting off on another tangent but I uh I remember specifically <laughs> uh, my sister and I were sharing a bed I think my brother was staying with my mom and uh, I can't remember exactly how it was set up but anyway we would go every day to the lake and at this time the lake had a had a um a long shore and the beautiful thing about Sylvan Lake was that it was really shallow for a really long time. Like really, you'd really get up to, if you, it almost seemed like half a kilometer into the water, you'd only get up to your neck when I was 11. So like, <laughs> and um, so really family friendly, nice sand, nice water temperature, um, also big trees and grass. And so it was just like a really nice place. And then, um, then the shops were great. And I loved going for ice cream. When we were kids, I was rum mocha fudge and my sister was like, I think black cherry cheesecake or something. And, um, oh, it was just the absolute best. Lived in our swimsuits the whole time, summertime, right? In Canada, it is hot and uh, you can get away with that for a few months of the year. <laughs> so wearing a swimsuit the whole time, um, getting ice cream maybe sometimes twice a day depending on how long we stay at the beach mom would just be there with her magazines and we would be in and out of the water going to the shops and it's kind of like a small area it's not a huge area um anyway so the odd time my sister would and I would get away with going sorry I have like a random itch here would get away with going to the drugstore and we just loved looking at the makeup we can never afford it um, but the odd time we would have some cash either from a birthday or for Christmas or whatever and uh, go and try to buy like a new lip gloss or something, whatever we could afford, just blow our money on just useless makeup. <laughs> so we, one time we um, went to the makeup section in the Sylvan Lake drugstore, just a small drugstore, and they were selling those caboodles makeup boxes and I noticed that, and this is, I think we were, I was 12, my sister was 10, so this is totally bad influence on my part. Um, I noticed that there was no, they didn't scan any barcodes. 
they looked at the price on the thing and then they typed it in. And then that's what they, it was like an old cash register. And they just punched the numbers in. So then there was a, there was a Caboodles makeup case and like a big one like this. And then a small one like this, and the small one I think was like $7.99. And the big one was like 20 bucks. And, um, and the price tag on the big one was coming off. And I was like, oh, I could just swap the price tag. <laughs> Where and then because technically I'm still paying for it, but I'm not paying the proper price. Anyway, this is a bad idea. I don't recommend that at all. That is definitely still considered stealing and illegal. So don't do that. But when we when I was a kid, we got away with that probably like six times. <laughs> and um oh my god. And so I just but I remember the cashier almost every time making a comment about how cheap it was. And we were just like so anyway, just thought I'd share that story. My sister and I still laugh about it and we should probably go back and like just drop a hundred because I think we probably got away with, I don't know how much, but just drop, drop some cash and be like, sorry. <laughs> Imagine the clerk is watching this video. She's like, I remember those girls, but we weren't deviants really. Like we just were going in quiet and of course we paid for everything else, but it was just the caboodles makeup cases. And I think it was like a hairbrush and hair elastics or something. And I don't know. My sister will remember better. Anyway, so yeah, after that long winded story. Oh, it's so funny. The things you do as a kid. And like, I think back as to like, even when I was 15 or 16, the way that I used to act or the way that I used to think would be cool or whatever is so cringy thinking back the stuff that I used to like just how I would act and how I thought people saw me is so different than reality <laughs> it's just crazy oh oh my gosh I almost forgot okay so I have been commissioning this super talented artist to create little character versions of me and it is a bit narcissistic <laughs> but I actually I I came across, I've, I was looking for some, and I have hired, oh my God, I have hired people to create little cartoon versions of me for different social media purposes. So like a little avatar for this or that um, on Fiverr. And it's been fairly, you know, not, I shouldn't say like cheap, but not very expensive, um, but never been really super happy with how it's turned out. So I found this account just by scrolling on Instagram and she's Ink Stasi, Ink underscore Stasi, S-T-A-S-Y, I think. Anyway, um, she does these really cool kind of retro pinup style art pieces, but very stylized. Um, there's probably a name for her style of drawing, but I don't know what it is. Um, so she created the one that uh, you've all seen probably behind me, this one here, of me. Cause it was like the first commission piece. So I was like me in this lingerie was more for uh, Valentine's day um, because I have something very similar. And then I wanted my two kitties in there, Cheez-It and Peach and also a martini because of kitty liquor. So she did an excellent, excellent job. And now she has sent me three more pieces. I have a, fluff or a fiber on my face. Oh, got it. Anyway, so uh, I did hire her to make three more pieces and I just contacted her <laughs> to make a few more because, oh my God, okay, first let me show you. So first one, this is me as a little Easter bunny and look at my freaking stockings, my little bustier. Um, look at the size of my titties. I mean, I got good ones, but they're maybe not that big. This is a little exaggerated. <laughs> Let's just say that. Um, but she is so incredible. And uh, so that's the first one. Well, I should say really the second one. Then there's me with my skis. And I love how she did the mountain background. 
um, the boots, everything about it. I do have a similar bodysuit that I could throw on, you know, next time I want to go skiing. Um, love this piece. And the last one is springtime. And, uh, oh God. And you know, all I did was like me in the spring, me winter skis and Easter. And, uh, she just whips these up and like it all comes from her own head. I, I try not to, cause being a professional artist before I became a YouTuber, I hated when people were really nitpicky about what they wanted. Cause I used to do custom artistic renderings of homes and cottages and, um, it used to take the fun out of it. Like I loved when people were like, just put your own vision and art into it. You know, like let it flow out of your mind and that's what I loved but when people were like I want the hair this length and I want this and I want the window to be at least this big and I want my cat in the window but I don't want it to be too small like then you're just like <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore so with her I just kind of give her a premise and I've commissioned some more fun pieces and I'm thinking that if I get 12 maybe I'll do a fun little calendar. I get it is not for everybody, right? Like this kind of stylized art is definitely not a true likeness of me, but I love the pinup style. I've always loved, you know, the old Vargas girls, pinup girls. Um, and this is just the next best thing for me. I mean, it's so adorable. I love it so much. So yes, 2020. <sighs> For calendar potentially if anybody's interested <laughs> let me know in the comments down below because I'm gonna have 12 gorgeous pieces and she's given me free reign to kind of use them as I wish and so there's no like royalty issues or anything but she's I'm, I don't know what she looks like in real life but I'm in love with her just by her through her art <laughs> and um yeah I just really 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 enjoy these fun little pieces because who knows you know, calendar, maybe, maybe I'll get a tattoo. No, I'm just joking. No tattoos. Um, okay. Well, I have so much to do still before I leave, but that's fine because that's just the story of my life. <laughs> the weather has been getting incredible. And, uh, I don't know if I talked about this before in my podcast or not, but, um, building a pool is something that I definitely want to do eventually. I've also got a ton of fake tan on. Can you tell? Please tell me that you can tell. <laughs> um, it's something that I've been wanting to do for quite some time. I'm finishing my new studio, garage, blah, 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 all that. And the next step is kind of like, possibly starting a pool but the only issue okay there's no other problems besides winter time now when you have a built-in pool um just an in-ground swimming pool you need to make sure that thing is drained every season part of the issue is that pipes bursting because of freezing Ugh, all just that nightmare is just not really what I'm after <laughs> I did kind of like I was set in building an in-ground pool because I wanted a deep end and not super deep but I want to be able to like jump in dive in you know shallow dive in um but I feel like the whole thing is just not going to really work where I live because our winters are like six months long. <laughs> We're just coming out of one. <laughs> um, but I was looking into uh, the possibility of some above ground pools. And I found this company that does above ground pools, but they're, they're clad in like a cedar shake or like cedar uh, boards and it looks beautiful. And I was like, Oh, that actually wouldn't be so bad. I would sacrifice a deep end. Cause they're typically, I think all above ground pools are one depth, but like four and a half foot deep, 
four to four and a half feet deep. I just want to lay on my freaking lounge chair and float around and I want to be in a bikini and I want to change my bikini every few hours <laughs> so I can get wear all my swimsuits. I want to have good music. I want to have warmish water. Okay. I need a little bit of a heater situation because otherwise it just doesn't work. <laughs> it's too cold and I might as well just swim in my creek. But, um, and I just am looking for something that potentially I could set up this winter. I mean, this summer. <laughs> I'm so, so like still in winter mode. Um, but oh my God. So I'm thinking about maybe reaching out to the company and just pulling a bit of a influencer card be like, I will make a whole review video if you just send this to me. <laughs> I want the big, they do rounds um, with the wooden finish, the round pools and then an oval pool. But I think I just want a big 26 foot round pool and then I could shoot out there I could write it off it's part of my job right I can throw in a swimsuit and I just think like I really want it and and I want it now <laughs> I know what I want and I want it now I want a pool because I'm Mr. Cat <laughs> but I think it'd be great and then my sister <laughs> It's funny because I have a small above ground pool, but like one of the soft side ones that you take down every year. And this would obviously stay up all year and then just be ready for the next season, but drained. Um, but my sister has like, she bought, uh, her and her fiance bought like a big um, floaty, like a, like a party float for like 12 people. She brought, <laughs> she brought it up and we were planning on maybe going to a lake or whatever it just didn't happen so we were like let's just blow it up and put it in the pool and it was bigger than the pool so we were like sitting on it on it on the water but <laughs> it was bigger it was so dumb but it was funny we laughed pretty hard about that um oh my goodness do you get like i get really excited for summertime around this time of year and i start to do crazy online shopping and I mean, pool floaties, beach blankets. I was on um, Society6, which is a, a massive print company. So you can choose any one of their billions of prints. So they like art, they do wall art and wallpapers and murals and things, but you can get any pattern you want in any one of their products. So I got an email and it, the marketing was perfect because it was like they were doing these um, sunshades with a print on it and it's got four ropes that tie to the sand or peg to the sand and then it's like it's like a little makeshift tent but so easy and I was like oh I could use one of those could I no when am I ever like somewhere without a tree around that I can use a shade? <laughs> then there's custom towels or not custom towels but you choose a print right then I was looking into like this beach stool I was like wow I could choose any print and then then like one of those like fabric chairs and anyway I just started going crazy and I'm like it's just the disease of knowing that summer's coming and I just like for me because I buy swimsuits all year round it's buying a bikini is not like summertime to me uh but like a new cooler there's these really cool coolers that I saw, <laughs> cool coolers, um, that have an insert, like a clear insert, plastic insert that you can mix drinks. And then there's like a little tab on the outside of the cooler where you could fill your bevy, like fill your glass, but you can mix like the, the TikTok or the Instagram reel that I saw was two bottles of like vodka, two bottles of Hawaiian punch. And like, they just mix this huge thing that's part of the cooler. Like you can lift it out, put it in. And then everybody was just filling up their glass. I'm like, holy shit, that's really clever. And then they have different attachments. So you can like pull the cooler, but have your drinks on the outside or wherever. Anyway, I got to find that link again. Cause now, now that I'm talking about it, I think I need one, <laughs> but they have a ton of different colors, marble colors. Like anyway. Just clever marketing is all it is. I'm just easily sucked in. But when I think about like go hitting the beach with my sister or my fam or whatever, I'm like, that that would be rad just to like, hey, guess what? Then there's this. And they'd be like, whoa. <laughs> uh, yeah. Summer's coming. I'm excited.
Okay, well. Do not forget <laughs> to subscribe to my new channel, Kitty Liquor Podcast with Cat Wonders. Um, you can't miss it. I'm still building and I think I'm still going to be posting to both channels for a while before traffic kind of heads over there. But uh, make sure that you follow the link in the description box to get to my new channel um, and just follow me on both. Basically, it's kind of like doing a little separation. I think it's a smart thing to do with, at this point before episode 100 because I can't believe that's coming up. Oh my goodness. Wish me luck on my trip. Um, I'm going to be doing lots of documenting, tons of photos, and I hope that you're excited with me. And, but like I said, I'll be back by the time you see this. <laughs> so I don't really want to take any suggestions because I'll, you know, I'll think I'll be able to read all the things I didn't do and I'll be like, God, and then I'll have to go back and no, it's all good. Um, please make sure that you like this video. And if you're listening to this podcast, make sure you watch the video version. Please subscribe so you don't miss anything. Subscribe to my new channel. And um, I hope you love this podcast. I've also got a ton of other socials and places where you can follow me, including OnlyFans and Patreon. Also linked down below on my pillar link, pillar.io. It has all of my links. So you can kind of just go. It's like a one-stop shop drop drop it like it's hot <laughs> anyway so there's that and i hope you're having an amazing week and whenever this video goes up i believe this weekend if not then uh that's my my bad because i left it a little late <sighs> but i've got lots of shit going on so please forgive me i love you all and i will see you in my next video